Hello and welcome to this podcast from jfm.co. This week, we're shedding light on transformational leadership. This podcast is supported by our platinum sponsor, Diani Reef Beach Resort and Spa, located in Diani. Diani Reef Resort and Spa, nice people, taking care of nice people. It's not a hotel, it's a way of life. Beyond the boundaries of taste with multi-cuisine dining outlets, bars and well-appointed rooms. Promising nothing but the ultimate holiday experience. For bookings and more information, log on to their website on www.dianireef.com. Diani Reef Beach Resort and Spa. Going anywhere starts here. Stan Randler in the development memoir entitled Governance and Transformative Leadership in Africa, Progress, Prospects and Challenges discusses the aspect of peace and security that remains critical development factor for Africa. This calls for the transformative leadership that can set visions, provide selfless and capable leadership to turn the fortunes of the continent around. Africa is viewed as has the potential to become a powerful global player and this can be possible if the continent can transform from aid-dependent to self-sufficient if the question of leadership is addressed. It gladdens my heart to introduce Dr. Ibrahim Bulushi. He is the dean, dean of student, I'm a dean of school. Uh, the former dean of students. Oh, former dean, dean of, of students. students. Um, Umma uh, University, yes. And, uh, you know, former... Uh, university administrator. Currently, I'm uh, the CEO of Wakf Commission of Kenya. Uh, Friday was my first day on first. I'm answerable to the commissioners who are gazetted by the government. And uh, the Wakf Commission is uh, more on uh, issues of trust, you know, for Muslims who have uh, wealth, for sustainability and the economical, uh, economic empowerment. It's uh, one of the, the, the Islamic tools, you know, Zaka, you know, and uh, you know, in uh, in religion normally, especially in the Islamic uh, concept, there's something you call it uh, ibadat, you know, something which is related to the prayers, and that's ibadah. Um, but there are some of the uh, some of the aspects uh, you call it muamala. Muamala, it's uh, you know, a transaction, commercial transaction. So with the ibadah, it's you and uh, you know God. But with the issues of Muamala, normally it's between two people, two groups, you know. So that's, uh, there is a marriage, it's a Muamala. And uh, transactions, you know, buying and selling, that's Muamala. So we have that, uh, that, that concept, you know. Big responsibility. Yes, that yes. digs into our point of discussion. And Jay, this goes to you. Is Africa rising or is it re-rising? Uh, that's quite an interesting question. Africa, I don't want to respond to your question in the way that you've asked it. You how, know, how, uh, how best can you respond to it? Is it re-rising? Is it rising? Because currently we have this... Because um, that limits my response to either saying that it's either rising or re-rising. What oh, if I feel like it's not within those two you have spheres? The li- you have the liberty to... Yeah, yeah. It's, it, the, that's why I was saying the question is a bit um, limiting. What, what is happening in Africa right now, I think we are in a, in a phase where we are becoming aware 
of a lot of things mm. uh, from governance to democracy to everything and i'll give you a good example take let's say um case in point let's talk about our own country kenya mm. if you look at what is happening in kenya right now it's a bit wanting uh how do i put it let, let, let me just go back slightly if you remember um when we we got independence that is during the kenyatta era then mm. came the moi era and the kibaki era then the uru mugai kenyatta era be, before we come to this era be, for those three governments the first three governments what we had was leadership that was very much feared less corruption but the leadership was very much feared then in 2010 we brought a new constitution that uh, sort of decentralized the power from the presidency and created mm-hmm. so many independent offices and everything but that again has come with its own liabilities which is the scale of corruption has really gone pretty could you start with the level of expenditure because we have two governments that we actually, have actually i don't think the level of expenditure is a problem because mm. we have the capacity to sustain it mm, how so yeah why do you say that before 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 we go there let me just finish on the point that i was making mm. initially mm. so you'll realize that we moved from having dictatorial leadership mm. to having a leadership that is inefficient at the cost of having a new constitution But then again you you will hear people argue that uh, that is progress. Question is is it really progress? Is it was moving power from the presidency the best option that we had because right now as it is the fact is there is constitutionally there are setbacks that limit what the president can do. And what are they? And I think uh, uh, that is one of the reasons why we had him his excellency a while back say that unataka nifanye nini because he feels like he has, I'm not saying that he has done everything I'm not defending him maybe there is more that he can do but the fact is there are setbacks in the constitution that just limit what he can do you know people for people to be able to still in the scale that they are still in right now they must weigh the options like the risk of stealing and the benefit of stealing which is the, is the risk too too bearable they answer positively that they like yeah if i steal what are the consequences i can deal with this so i'd rather just steal if uh power was like if it was back in the day like it was with the other government i don't think the scale of corruption would be this high so are you saying that dictatorial system basically what i'm trying to to put forth is eh? mm. going forward mm. what may seem like advancement may sometimes not be necessarily what we want mm. yeah that makes me think on face value on yeah. face value it looks like i'm not saying that this this is uh, the constitution is but what I'm, what i want to highlight is that it has come with challenges that we did not anticipate challenges that we did not prepare for and uh, we do not even know am we are not even talking of how we are going to address these challenges right now because if you were to listen even to to the politicians yeah. uh, current what they are talking about that that addressing that element is not coming out clearly because there's no will there's no political will to address that issue the only thing that is there the agenda is to go back to the drawing board and reinstitutionalize and re what is the word uh, referendum you know yeah. going ahead and doing the same old goddamn thing to do a referendum which is super expensive but still how best can we go about because we wanted a system whereby the president doesn't have 
a wholesome kind of package of powers. We we separated the powers, the three arms of government, where there's the parliament for legislating, the judiciary, and the presidency entirely, you know? But still, uh, we still have... The problem, basically, is just leadership. We have a number of people in this country that... Do, that's why we're talking about transformational leadership. Can't we look for an African state Rofas. Can we can we as Africans have leaders that, you know, have interest for the people, not mm-hmm. themselves? Because I was listening to one of uh, Julius Nyerere's uh, speech and he talked about four Ps, five Ps, and he talked of power, property, prestige, popularity, and pompacity. Pompacity, yes. What is that? Pomposity. Say it again. Pomposity. 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 Mbwembwe. exactly. You know, and hizi mbwembwe ndo tuaziona sahi. Huyu, yuatetia sujui mtu wake, menelewa hata ajaulizo, hey, ongea. Menelewa, kutaka umarufu, kutaka mali nyingi. How, how can one use 70 billion? Hata before you go there, I think kuna swali umeniuliza, what can be done? Yeah, what can be done? I think mali, we've lost... Uh, We've lost this fight on uh, governance and development by relying too much on on on, on governance systems that are western based mm. that are not aid are you talking about aid no mm. what i'm talking about our system of administration governance and how we do politics mm. Mm. is very much influenced by what the colonizers gave us mm. we don't draw analogy from what used to be african we don't try to find a balance of what will work here for us mm. so we are trying to adopt uh, like 100% what agree. has worked worked in other States. cultures yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's not something that we are, we are familiar with mm. that's why we are in this limbo mm. and you know we don't like like yes everyone wants uh, democracy is good we all want democracy but then again how, how well prepared are we for democracy because if you look back in africa all the major um Civilization, so the empires that we were in Africa, mm. those ones that uh, flourished, and those ones that did well. The element of uh, democracy was not very common. Okay. Thank you so much, because that, that boils my point, uh, Dr. Bulushi and Rofas, maybe you can contribute towards this. We all know for a fact that the most educated leader and politician in Africa was His Excellency, you... Western educated, mind you. It doesn't matter, still education. <laughs> There's no uh, African jurisprudence in terms of law or anything. It has never been documented. Mzungu anasema, if it was not written, if it was not documented, it didn't happen. So he's the most educated politician and leader. Tangu kitu yitwe Africa ikuwe. Zimbabwe is the only country with the highest level so far. I don't know about this, but it's most, it has people that are most educated compared to Kenya uzungu mwingi lakini hakuna kitu tunafanya na Twitter nyingi na katu Afadhali Kenya by the Uganda at least the president spoke about this because the Ugandans wanted to represent their country using curvy women as their image and the president stood firm and said this cannot be the image of this country this is preposterous this is 
this is belittling women of the country you know and for one this word i've always said transformative leadership maybe si lazima kumtoa mtu kwenye mamlaka we've been doing that always could it after another could it after why don't we as africans sit and call this president and sit him down and talk to him from our point from our perspective ambie mazee sisi mawazo yetu ni haya wewe mazo yako ni haya hebu tuweza oanisha maneno ah kenya venye what we did with the coalition coalition government so that's the president president said in terms of bringing two people with different kind of ideologies together why can't we have that why of us you are the guy who believes in uh, I tend to believe you do not believe in democracy entirely that normally, yeah. normally when they, they, they <laughs> when they, there'll be a coalition normally there are challenges because uh, you know we'll have challenges uh, in such a way uh, it will be difficult to have an opposition or yeah. be very strong you know yeah, not because consistent. coalition calls uh, I mean kills the should we the, have a goal, should we always have an opposition No it's it's not a must to have an an opposition but uh, you know because of the check and balance oh yeah yeah, yeah. there is a need you know yeah. because of what is going at the yeah. moment for instance but, yeah. but within yeah. the constitution like for instance in Kenya we had for the checks and balances we had mm. so called independence of the judiciary independence yes, of yeah, different units yeah. yeah but we know for a fact that the judiciary mm. can never be 100% in actually you see mm. i think that is part of the problem actually because um and and this is my argument when you have offices at government agencies that are too dependent they becomes in a power play because mm-hmm. the power is distributed and every office feels like it's entitled to mm-hmm. act on its own um on its own ways mm-hmm. and i'll give you an example actually that makes it very hard for for the cities for the citizenry to demand accountability mm-hmm. if power is concentrated at the presidency it can only be abused too much but when you have it distributed in different offices every office uh, for lack of a better term starts enjoying the privilege of abusing that power like it is happening right now but when it is concentrated at the presidency it can only do too much and then again he will always be very aware of his own legacy and everything so he won't allow too much of uh, abuse of office while he's there but that's can, what i think but, and th- th- that's what i'm saying uh, i don't think it's very practical mm. for an economy that is uh, positioning itself to 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 to, to move from a third world uh, economy to a developed economy mm. to have so many people who are not aware of what exactly is important what we need right now is someone who can be able and to deliver us to the next level and I'll give you an example if you look at the current situation as it is a president serves only for 10 years right yeah, five five years but uh, uh, yeah, can, assuming yeah, that you get this yeah yeah best case scenario yeah. and that what, what that means is if you have for example let's talk of uh, the current regime who Kenyatta after 10 years he'll be gone mm. assuming that the next uh, president mm. let's say is just assumption is Ruto because mm. uh, yes chances yeah did i just for those say 10 years for those 10 years if we have another regime that is just as corrupt as this one then we are losing out then after those 10 years comes another regime which also wants to develop their own people yes uh, but, in court but i need you to understand this the president cannot take blame for almost everything 
these people who are also corrupt in this different yeah, institution let me let me say this as we bring the, i don't know what drofas is thinking and dr bulush on this but i'm saying these people who are not the president or the deputy president are kenyans it is not the responsibility of a president to prefect everyone in terms of wait umekuwa corrupt i think the level of patriotism is dead people are looting from their own pockets and killing the same system that they think after leaving that job in those 5 years they'll be they'll still be citizens you know but it it pains me to to think that it is all about the pre- it is about us as citizens when you appointed appointed like he's just appointed he's just been appointed as a, the chief executive you know yeah mm. chief executive it is his responsibility as a kenyan citizen kuangalia ile nafasi amepewa kuangalia mali za wenzake umeelewa but it doesn't mean that the president and the other institution it is your responsibility first that's why i'm saying it is not fair for for the presidency or any other institution it has to come from you as an individual professor you're looking at me as if i've said something blasphemous no 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 i'm saying <laughs> yeah because i don't I know actually, if, i actually agree with you jamal but me uh, personally i believe like uh, strongly when you have a people without a leader mm. that is the surest way to uh to lose direction we need someone who can be able to show the way unajua mm. it's easy for us to say that claim to take responsibility mm. but talk is cheap that mm. is that is easier said than done 50, we need someone who will be able to show the way 50000 years ago when people were just wanted to know most appears Christmas new year or or so whatever there's a study actually by Simon C C and it was Simon CK or something he talks of a system whereby man alikuwa na go through danger menelewa danger kila mahali danger 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 uh, for the listener i'm drawing this circle now with this danger kind of philosophy he had to create a system where there was a tribe up in the in, in between na ikwe tribe they had to look for a leader someone responsible enough to look at the interests of these people but it only boils down to a level of responsibility and that's why we're talking about transformational leadership that's why we don't we don't have it that's why we have corrupt people inside the government i don't know if you have the liberty to talk about this mm-hmm. you 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 raised a question on uh, is african raising of failing or yeah or raising or raising i'm sorry uh, to me you know i see that that african is raising actually because uh, uh, before i go to the yeah. the other point and because uh, when you look at the uh, the awareness and what is going on although there we have a number of challenges and uh, you know led by the corruption issues but i realize uh, without that awareness and without people understanding and without that you know, raising situation people couldn't reach uh, to that level yeah. if we are talking about the issues of corruption uh, we realize that uh, the, the corruption is not a recent issue which has always been there yes but you know now you know because of the technology and uh, people are aware you know message now you know you, even if you said you know you don't want to read uh, any newspaper but you know you'll, you'll get the message i i don't watch uh, you know i don't watch uh, television most of the time because i'm busy huh? but you know i get information even before the time yes not only in kenya but uh, yes, in, right. in the, uh, in the globe the world yeah yes uh, 
So in that aspect means it's raising with the technology, with what. But you know, the, the more it's raising, it raises with issues and challenges and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, issues like uh, issues of corruption and other issues. Mm -hmm. So the only way is uh, to get leaders who are ambitious and leaders who are, you know, they are patriot patriotic, patriotic yeah. yes, leaders. Because, you know, we end up getting leaders who normally have issues, you know, the, the, those are the things which we... Where can we get these in. leaders? Need to be nurtured. Mm -hmm. Be nurtured, you know, and come up with the youth are the ones who can can see, you know, those opportunities, you know. Mm -hmm. Is the system in Africa and in Kenya or elsewhere within Africa mm -hmm. willing to support this? That's an issue. That's an issue of discussion. That's an issue of discussion. <laughs> I, love, I love how you're bringing it up. <laughs> because... Africa is a very rich terms of human resource, you mm. know, and majority of these people are, are youth, you know. Mm. You, Yet, know yeah. you know, when we're talking about uh, the concept of uh, transformative uh, leadership, is it, it, it is that uh, everyone can lead. You know, let us, uh, you know, here in Kenya, we are around 40 million, is it? The whole Africa, we can go up to one billion. One, one billion. One point one. Point one, one, point one. So <clears throat> that means that every African, you know, can be a leader, can lead. And it doesn't mean that if you, you, you can lead, it's a must for you to be a president. But you can lead on your own way. You can be creative. You can contribute. That's the, con mm. the, the, the transformative uh, leadership concept. You can lead on your own way. You can participate and contribute to the society. You can, uh, you know, develop the aspects of, uh, you know, living a legacy on your own way. Yeah. Because, you know, for instance, now, if I'm trying, you know, to lead and uh, to come up with a concept of leadership based on, uh, based on the, uh, the, uh, the, the mindset mm. of a community. An ideology. An ideology. Mm. You know, they'll, they'll say, no, you know, we want this person. And, and, and recently... I was listening to one of the the video going around by Professor PLO, Professor oh, Lumumba. <laughs> he said people with ideas cannot, you know, people people with ideas can't speak. Yeah, they the cannot people lead. Who are yeah. speaking. Have yeah, those no are the ideas. ones who are leaders. They don't have and ideas. That balance is not being provided. Yes, yes. So you know, this is a the the mindset is the how people you know they think. You know. So uh, what I'm trying to say is, uh, you know, youth and uh, people of vision mm -hmm. and with a proper skills, they have to come out and lead, you know, and it doesn't mean that you have to be elected mm -hmm. to lead. You know, you, you, you'll give examples of leadership when you do things which uh, people, they know, you know, and uh, to me, you normally, I normally say that it's not a must for me to be elected. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if you have that motive, uh, you know, you have that uh, inner mm -hmm. aspects of leading, people will see, even if you'll not become a leader. Mm -hmm. sure. So that's what is needed, you know, from the youth, it needed from from people to come up with that. that. Actually, I love the fact that you've yeah. mentioned the four characteristics of a transformative leader, mm -hmm. and one is just to be creative. Yes. Yeah, you have to have a, a growth mindset. Yes. That is, you must have that vision. Yes. You know, and mm -hmm. also authenticity. Authenticity, yes. Originality in terms mm. of... Ingenuity. Yeah, you know, mm. of uh, an idea how to go about it. Yes. And I feel it is quite 
interesting because young people have all this but it's not easy for a young visionary guy in, in from around because if you look at Kwale in particular Kwale generally it's a rich man's playground it's a rich man's playground mm. it is vast with resources vast mm. with intelligent people yeah, and it's mm. only the rich who come just play around mm. with mm. what we have here yeah. and yeah. live yeah. and, and inter- have fun. But, but Jamal as, it, as, as you are putting it mm. Eh? Mm. that uh, you, you, you are uh, suggesting that the environment is not being enabled for the youth exactly it's not conducive yeah yeah but then again i feel like power and leadership for us that's why they say that power has to be taken and if we are determined be determined enough i think we can be able to uh, uh, gain these positions of leadership one way or the other until we've decided to take up that mantle we'll still keep on waiting for the environment to be enabled for us trust you me if we decide that uh, if the young people decide that we've had just about enough we'll find solutions but we should think about positive kind of way of going about that because if you look at it one upon oxema eve lakini sasa unaona like uno kama vilisona sema we should think of a, a positive way of doing a, going, going about it mm. i think it has come early especially with the corruption that is going on currently in, mm. in this country itakuwa we can no longer just do business as usual atakuwa hakuna maana hata watu wapelekwe kotini kwa nini it it because if the corruption goes as it is right now hiyo scale ikiendelea hivyo kwa mfano sasa tuseme kama hapa let's say hapa kwa le county and the youth are sick of everything then itafika mali itakuwa watu wana deal na this corrupt official vile watu deal na wase kwa mob justice because unapelekwa kotini and we all know how that goes it's like trying to sanitize uh, uh, a bad process through another bad process majua zero sum game but that's what i'm saying the positive itafika uh, too mal we love to do what has to be done regardless of how good or bad it is yeah commercials are just our way of saying we're in this for the money jfm we speak music diani river resort and spa it's not a hotel it's a way of life beyond the boundaries of taste with multi cuisine dining outlets bars and well appointed rooms promising nothing but the ultimate holiday experience log on to their website on www.dianireef.com do you agree all that uh, currently kenyans don't love this country we are we are not patriotic enough because if we did love the yeah, country because currently algeria is it's happening huh? in regard to africa rising mm. uh thousands are protesting uh they've had it enough with the leadership you know it has never happened in kenya i'm not inciting anything but it has never we have never stood against uh corruption and be at a position when it's enough uh same way uh you talked about uh engaging a leader you know what this is the kenya we want we've had it enough if you um you have to do something we have never done that we only take it up on social media pour our anger then sit back you know mm-hmm. and that's what our leaders actually enjoy you know but it's because yeah. we are a reflection of the people who we call leaders out there those leaders are just like us because we have voted them in yeah they are like us yeah so you know the the, the issue is that uh, you'll you'll only get a leader as a reflection of your own yeah exactly. mm-hmm. yeah you know we are the ones who voted for them yeah, and exactly. uh, 
and uh, we want to be led that way yeah. otherwise mm. you know we have choice yeah yeah remember the choice has consequences yeah, yeah. so these are the consequences of uh, what we're facing yes right you are yeah. facing and uh, the other thing the issues of uh, uh, patriotism in Kenya actually is very low yeah it's very low you know <laughs> extreme uh, it's hard to find a kenyan who loves the country and who is happy it's unlike other places i've been to over 15 countries and uh, a strange thing you realize they really love their country and uh, for me i didn't know about my country you know unless when i traveled it's when i started loving because you know you realize that you're the you know we are i think i was you know you become the only person who you you feel like and this is based on the services is based on the services what you get you know you know from education from uh, different services social services we don't have those aspects i think know? also yeah. the media has, uh, has greatly contributed to us the same because growing up i used to see nothing but positive messages on tv and radio leo kumejengwa shule leo mradi wa maji umefanya hivi umeelewa they are they are donors or uh, partners global partners who've come on board to do a certain thing of late we just hear from one man killing the wife to 70 billion being stolen uh me is playing with the emotions like uh they realized we are emotional beings so let's just trust them around bad news let's scare them <laughs> yeah let's uh you know corruption is a, is a global challenge actually you know it's not only what we see in Kenya they normally say that the world has changed now you know it become a, like a like village. village in in united you know, states also talking, corruption yes, right so of yeah. course yeah. it's you know uk you know united states the, the corruption is there but in good package but the only thi- the <laughs> good thing the bearable packages yeah. <laughs> you know the only things we see they're better you know you know they are much they are far much better than us in africa is because uh, you know the the citizens you know they see the services education and uh, health they've been given the basic the opportunities need, yeah, the basic exactly. opportunities so most of these countries you know the in the US the far east you realize that uh, education uh, health and food is is not an issue to them we still is an issue after 57 years of colonial you know uh, after you know 57 years of independence but we still have those uh, challenges you know but you know when you go to other countries You feel, you feel the issue of uh, diseases they have minimized the issue of food you know i've been uh, in malaysia and in indonesia for the past seven years and uh, you know you'll uh, you, you get into a mosque and you'll find that there are food you know after fajr prayers and after maghrib you know you'll end up sometimes you know you feel like you know how you know you, we are you become suspicious how comes you know they're giving us yes, free food yeah, yes and we have and the, learned, and the yeah. month of ramadan is the whole month you know you'll just you can even camp in the mosque and uh, someone should adopt me and take me there yes. <laughs> yeah 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 adopt me and take to me be adopted there. yeah because i can I, i stay in an area whereby it is fertile and no one is you know cultivating anything that's uh, that's also an, an, another mindset you know we you know most of these areas you know we have a, you know we have to be thankful we have a fertile land where you know you can plant anything and it works you know live alone what you know but with an experience even grapes mm-hmm. you know this area yeah, yeah. you know we have tried you know i'm not mm-hmm. talking about you know we have tried grapes 
all kinds of fruits, you know, just name it. It can, but you know, why, you know, the community or the leaders, they don't focus in agriculture. They're not visionary. Yes. So we have a challenge, we have a gap, which I need to be filled. We have that, uh, so if we get uh, people with the uh, experience, with the uh, uh, proper understanding, and uh, you know, I think we are in the second year after election, but mm. people, they've already started to campaign, campaign, campaign. you know, for the 2022. Absolutely. So when will they implement? When will they do work. to the people? When will they work? When mm. will they, you know, uh, provide uh, sustainable development mm. to the community? So these are the issues where, you know, youth have to, you mm. know, come have up, to rise and, up yes, and raise. And, and actually, I like how you put it, because yeah. I'll give you an example. If you look at, uh, in Kenya, our voting is very tribal. Eh? If you look at, uh, and I'm sorry, I have to use an, ex uh, I have to use names here. Yeah? If you look at the Kalenjin community, They've been either deputy president or uh, president for 41 years out of 55 years. And you go to counties like Baringo, where people are still, you know, uh, killing each other for cattle wrestling, you know, dying out of lack of uh, food, such basic things. And if you compare that to a county like, let's say, Kisumu, which is uh, way developed compared to a county like Baringo, and yet it has been almost in opposition all this time. So what does that tell you? Mm. We've been voting on tribal lines for quite a long period of time, blindly. Because mm. if you were to do just an analysis, you'd realize that it actually doesn't deliver value Much. to the voter. Uh, uh, it's, not, it's not for the voter. It's actually just for an individual. There is something that I would like to see clarity from Dr. Ari. Um, there is, I don't know whether it's an adith or it's an ayah that says that uh, once you have a leader, you have to respect them. Mm. Is, is that so? Yeah, it ha yeah, the leader has to be respected. Is, is it an ayah? There is, uh, uh -huh. you know, an ayah which uh -huh. says that, uh, You know, you respect, you know, it means respecting is to follow and listen. Oh. To a leader, you know, Allah, you know, which is God, then Prophet, minkum, and those who are people of authority, mm. means are leaders. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, so, uh, you know, even that one, that one, it will differ because you see the, the issue is that mm. are those leaders following the right kind that of, path? Yeah. That's a question. Exactly. It has actually, to be clarified. That, that's what I was actually coming to because yes. <laughs> I feel strongly. Yeah. Mm. And I have say, I've, I've said this earlier, I know, but I just feel strongly like the challenge we're having right now in Kenya is that we just need one good leader whom can be trusted with uh, authority. Like if we could just like have a total, 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 what's the word? Total <laughs> Yo, that Kizumbo has gone. <laughs> like in the upper way, like absolute authority to deal with, yeah, oh, to, yeah. to deal with uh, everything. And we give him enough sufficient time to iron things out. Like let's say 20, 25 years. And by so doing, we'll be able to get it right. This tendency of uh, trying to get so many people with so many responsibilities and everyone is trying to get themselves to get ahead before their time lapses is actually CEO, messing us up. CEO, That's but, what you're saying. Uh, but, but, but I'm not, not the thing is, that's when Kauliza, 
you have to be a leader who is worth being trusted. Unajua you're not just there for the greed of being in mm. power, mm. but because miss kudanganya if we had that kind of a person we would be able Magufuli. to go way far. Way far. Especially a country like Kenya, we have so much potential. I know. Mm. Kenya so is strategically placed. Now I remember with our potential in 70s. Mm. Kenya used to give support to Malaysia. For real? Yes. Yeah. 70s. Uh, support in what kind? Aid. Kenya used to give yes. aid to Malaysia. Yes. But now you know it's uncomparable. Extreme. You can't compare, yeah. Yeah. I remember one of our professors, you know, uh he went to you know, to do his studies. He's a Kenyan. He told me when we he arrived in uh, in KL Kuala Lumpur. I think it was uh, no difference with maybe even Mombasa was better. Kuala Lumpur is the is the capital city of Malaysia. So what he did, he took the photo of uh, Kenyatta Conference Center and uh, and he told one of the Malays, "Can you tell me where where, where is this place?" The guy said, "This is in the uh, United States, New York." Mm. New York. <laughs> See to that level. Yeah. That's around uh, 30 years ago. He said this is this is New York. York. Yeah. New York. But now when you go to yeah. Malaysia, you'll say that that's a New York. The, uh, that uh, in that time the Malaysia was uh, you know like a kampung. Kampung is a village. But now you know they have prospered, they have yeah. developed yeah. their systems. Yeah. Education. You know, health cares, education and uh, you know tourism leading in the world yeah. and what we have compared to them it's uh, it's totally different because they had a plan and uh, strange thing with the singapore you know uh, you can't even uh, throw something you know you'll be paying 100 dollars it's very clean you know uh, uh, you know the, the annually they i think they came number two after denmark education system the university system you know very systematic these are the things which we we Kenya we could adapt and see what they are doing and you know the leaders they used to visit these areas mm. and uh, as benchmarking you know to, yeah <laughs> you know we are very good at, at benchmarking, at benchmarking. Uh, our beloved yes. uh, yeah. mcs yeah. very yeah. exposed i remember last time uh, there's a, a group of delegates who came to malaysia and uh, you know in kl you know one of the roads by the name tunab drazak it's uh, you know it's common you know it's known right from the airport you'll see jalan tunrazak means uh, tun, the, the name of the road is uh, tunrazak so when you want to get out of the the, the, the town you have to pass that uh, tunnel or when you're getting in so that you can escape the traffic so these uh, they have smart they call it smart smart tunnels and the smart tunnel is about uh, the, the the longest one that one i think it's around 5 uh, to 7 kilometers long yeah yeah so the this smart tunnel when uh, it rains it changes you know you know the cars won't pass through that it will be water you know from all of the town they take that water to other areas so they catch the water become water catchment so what uh, what they did you know Uh, one of the guys say in Kenya all roads are smart tunnels <laughs> <laughs> because they hold water <laughs> 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 so 
all those, but they, you know, because it has portals, it yes, has everything. You know, just name it. You know, you mm. might uh, sometimes you drive, you find you get you got into a hole. You know, <laughs> so you know these are the things. You know, the mindset and people have to change. People have to be accountable, responsible. Mm. So these we don't have these values of knowing that I'm responsible not only towards uh, the people but towards God. So these are the yeah. things which are lacking. Uh, yeah. We have yeah. leaders who they, they, they come and say we are religious, Christians, um, Muslims. Oh, yes, but at the end of the day, it's just they talk. take billions and it's disappear. So, you know, leadership is a challenge. It's not an easy thing. Can you say that? Yes. Even... Uh, to, to be frank and uh, based on what we have been seeing, not only from me, but from the experience of um, others, you know, we have been having, you know, that's why I normally say that we... We, we have been having a gap in many ways. You know, we have been giving opportunity to people who are, are not uh, compatible. So we have been having challenges for that. And people who, they're not ready to change in terms of coming with skills or maybe, because you know, of course you can be a leader or someone who you are not educated, but you are ready to learn. You're ready to, uh, to be trained, to get new skills. You know, we are living in a world where it changes in every day, in every week. So how do we adapt ourselves to be compatible to our time? And that's the reason, based on the legal maxim in the Islamic law, uh, they have, uh, you know, legal maxim is qawaid al-fiqhiyya. Qawaid al-fiqhiyya, it's a legal maxim. A legal maxim uh, is a, a principle which has been developed by the scholars. So, for instance, if I say the, the, that legal maxim, it can be translated to many aspects of... Uh, an example, yeah. uh, we, we Muslims, we believe that al-aslu fil ashiya al-ibaha, the origin of all issues are permissible. That's a legal maxim. Yeah, that's a legal maxim, because it's a principle that all aspects, all issues are permissible. You understand, eh? Unless if there is a, a quotation, there is a textual uh, application which says this is prohibited or this is not, for you, you know, it's not applicable. So that's uh, the concept, the origin of uh, uh, that concept. So that legal maxim, it says, The rulings, normally they go based on changing of time and place. So we are living in a world where there are a lot of changes. So do, how do we adapt with those changes? How do we, you know, develop our aspects and our conscience to go along with those uh, aspects? Yeah. Mm. It's quite interesting. In the military, mm. um, people actually sacrifice, they get a medal for sacrificing their own interest for the safety of others so that the others can run to safety or something like that. And they get a medal for that. If, but I wonder if we will actually be in, in that state in future, perhaps in terms of Africa rising and all that, where we will sacrifice our own interest to bulldoze the interest of everyone else. You know, like what the Mawaziri, actually the CSS, they left big positions globally just to come and serve in a position in government so that the country can move forward, you know? But later on, you realize that 
within the system there are individuals that had the same kind of mentality of it is our time it is our time you know that actually corrupts everything so the individual who comes with a pure mindset in terms of taking the country to the next level in terms of policy because that's the responsibility of a cabinet secretary it's just to bring policy you know and see how best those policies can work for the country but individuals within the same ministries decide otherwise i i agree with you when you say that uh, the biggest challenge is the leadership but i also feel like um, yes the leadership is poor but um i feel like the citizenry is worse yeah so we have a, it's like we have a minority impose their will on the majority and the majority is so comfortable with the minority and by minority i'm talking about the political class imposing their will on them so much comfortable that they keep on giving them more chances to keep on oppressing them every other five years um i'll give you a, a, a an example before the handshake came yeah M- most of the followers of Raila Amolo Odinga would be in, in a position to condemn the presidency if anything happens and you know and critique based on what Raila feels is right the supporters of Uhuru Kenyatta do the same would do the same right now they are talking about having a referendum and i can tell you one thing if for example Raila decides that uh, the referendum is going he is going to vote no and Uhuru says no you know by just the the decision of those two men will be um taken up by millions of people who will not even think over and above the concept uh, or, or rather the content of the of the referendum you know if raila changes his mind and says no i've changed my mind i'm going to vote yes even the elite they follow suit So I I think I feel as as the citizens we have a duty of first of all I don't know how this can be addressed that you know we first work on ourselves because these leaders you know it's like getting into politics has meant to be like a, a gang place only the more gangster only the more fierce will be able to thrive there and we are so comfortable with endorsing those who are the worst of the worst you know if you come here you are smart you are well exposed you are willing to take your people to the next step they will say no to you you know and that's why i was actually saying just the other day that um good leaders have been able have not been able to relate to the masses because they cannot be able to see problems or solutions from the perspective of the masses the masses have a very limited scope on how they are viewing these problems and would be solutions and that disconnect makes them not favorable to the masses and they are the ones holding the solutions yeah that's uh, you know that's yeah. uh, a very important uh, analysis actually because uh, when you look at the the 
the whole country, actually. If I ask a question, you know, what is the percentage of uh, our population? Well, over 40M. Oh, okay, over 40M. Can you tell me uh, which percentage, you know, what is Fra- the percentage? Frankly, I don't have those statistics. Yeah, we have to, to find, yeah. you know, yeah, what are the percentage, yeah. you know, yeah. statistics. Yeah. Then we'll know why they have to follow those leaders. So we'll find that majority of people are not educated. Thanks for that. I will actually look for those statistics because I'm very passionate and I've actually written on the same. So if we get the, the opportunity of knowing the percentage, you know, of educated and not educated, because the masses of uneducated, they're the ones who are normally overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Yeah, so that's the solution. So with that, yeah. it will be very difficult for intellectuals and people of vision to penetrate. Daktari, yeah. he actually has this philosophy of his that he says the masses are dumb. Yeah that they can't think on their own. So, you know, that's the answer of what you're... Yeah, that's sure. the, the, Thank you for that. Good, yeah. Goodness. Atutapona. But that's so crucial because yeah. we, we tend to assume, uh, yeah. oh, Kenya, we are all, like, a uh, majority of us are literate, you know. Mm. It's an assumption, actually. Yeah, why is it now that we have so many people uh, who, yeah, we have so many graduates all through the country Back then, uh, we I think the, we can we can say the country was united. Back then, and we, when we look at the literacy levels, that very high was very high. Very you, high. You know, you know, after mm-hmm. the voting mm-hmm. in Kwale County, and I'm giving you for your mm-hmm. information, mm-hmm. around seventy percent of mm-hmm. Kwale, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't know who were voting. I'm giving you information for that. Seventy percent. So what scary. do you expect uh, That's actually to scary. elect uh, people with vision, people with uh, noble? Life? Thank you. Actually, the time thanks a lot for saying that, because mm-hmm. eh? <laughs> I personally feel like at this stage in time, eh, democracy mm-hmm. is not actually the best way for us to find leaders. Yeah, and if you look at all the successful empires that have been. Uh, around the globe. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm drawing this from data that was collected over a period of 4,000 years by uh, studying different empires. And by empires, I mean those which, which were successful. You will realize that leaders in the past, they had to be tested. If you go to places like uh, Rome, the Romans, and they have an approach where the, the Roman approach is actually more of practice over theory. So for you to be a leader there, you have, to, you have to prove your worth in war. You know, the best soldier was going to be the one who will come up. If you go to Greece, they actually had the dif- a different uh, strategy, which was a theory over practice. But then again, these guys were doing theory over practice, but they had very educated scholars. People who had been de- dedicated to understanding the human nature, you know, habits, character, what will work, how to negotiate, you know, they were actually smart. If you come to Africa, the Roman approach, the Roman approach was very much common here. Leaders had to be tested either by war or anything, defending the community. Has to be a hero. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But right now that has changed, really. Right now we, we are using an approach whereby whoever has the ability to relate to the masses in terms of low low, low, low <laughs> gets gets ahead, you know, which is very, very unfortunate. And that is why we I think we are going to lose out quite a lot. Because if you look at uh, a country like let's say the US right now, 
they've been they they are they are the, the current superpower, right? Yeah. The question is, how long are they going to be superpower? What will get them not to become superpowers? Are they thinking about it? Are they addressing it? And I'm very certain they are. Right now, if you compare like them and us here in, in Kenya or Africa, we don't have strategic long-term uh, plans. Yes, I know we have the vision 2030, but looking at how it's being executed, really, it's just more on paper. Mm-hmm. You know? At our vision 2030, look at Tatu City. We still have one mm. uh, administrative block that is still not complete. You know, Kenya, we are very good in paperwork and, yeah. paper and whatever. You know, we, If you look at the if you if you look at the the vision 2030 with the pillars, oh, it's a, it's, a, it's one of the. But you know, in terms of implementation, it's a, it's an issue. To sum this conversation up, there's a Dar es Salaam scholar who had an interesting concept. He said that um, what is logical is not always practical. What is practical is not always right. What is right is not always ethical. And what is ethical is not always desired. And what is desired takes us back to what is not always logical when it comes to African leaders. I'll just say one thing. I think in the public uh, space, in government, in uh, positions of leadership, decisions should be not left to people if those people, when they make mistakes, they cannot exit the pool, that is, they cannot leave the office. Decisions should be only be taken by people who have the authority, I mean, who have the, the discipline to leave when they make mistakes. Let's not give so much power to people who, who cannot, uh, let's not give power to people to make decisions on behalf of us as a nation uh, if they cannot step down in case they make mistakes. A leader who wants to transform should all bring about improvement. Just to start by himself first, whereby as earlier when he said, uh, you, don't, you don't need power. Whatever it is uh, that you're good at, uh, you can use that to, um, to push your, your, your ideas. ideas, yeah, your ideas. Idea. Let us look at it this way. Let us take a, uh, a look at our capital cities. Let's, say, let's go to our capital city. Nairobi. Yeah, and let's go to county, counties that are, let's say, less. Let's go to, let's say, Turkana. No, say Kuala. Yeah, okay, let's go with Kuala. Yeah, okay, there's nothing going on. Huh? And 70% had no idea of who they voted for. 70 that's a huge number. Now, let us look at the people from the city. 70%, let's, let us look at the 70% from the city. Who they vote for? <laughs> you see. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, God, <laughs> hey, the hygiene yeah. of leaders that we have. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So the masses at the same time the masses. So, wow, me like I have no idea. No wonder. Well, well, whatever it comes to anything to do with uh, politics, I get emotional. Um, I get emotional because you want to cry or no, not really. In sense? No, in such you a way, not, not in crying. Yeah, emotional. Thing. I have to cry something. But once, um, first thing first, we don't question someone's intelligence whenever he is 
successful. They are wealthy. Yeah, That's all they yeah, look at. We don't they get to money. question his intelligence. With us, he is okay. He qualifies to be. He qualifies to lead us. Jeblock says back then you had to be tested. Mm-hmm. You know, with the Spartans. Actually, if you are, oh, yeah, yeah, the Spartans. <laughs> the moment you are born, and we know that he is going to be the heir apparent to the throne. He is thrown out there to the wolves. You have to fight for yourself. If you come back success, successful. Now we know that you qualify to lead us. You can fight for us, you know. And here you what do you need? You only need a good uh, briefcase full of money. You just yeah, you just have to throw it away. The moment see people see money they associated with wealth and success. They don't question whether you're smart or not. And that's why we have a huge population of people from the city, well educated. Yeah, exactly. Probably they even helped uh, during the Oh, actually what they are told is yeah. if you don't want him put an x yeah exactly in front of yeah but still that's still yeah but still they went with the we can assume like in terms of sanity they have a sane like a sane mm. leader compared to yeah yeah so let's say Daktari, what is your parting shot in light of what we've discussed here okay. today for the you know for the transformative leadership concept to be more you know I may say viable we'll need uh, four orienting concepts mm-hmm. being relating knowing and doing that assist in the framing and development of our understanding of mm-hmm. the world and our own approach to living and leading that's deep yes. would you uh, kindly just repeat the four the first four yeah. being being relating knowing and doing that assist in the framing and development of our understanding of the world and our own approach to mm. living and leading yeah. dope that's great that's the best way we could end this show thank you so much remember this is the about you podcast and we were gladly uh, with dr ibrahim bulush And Hamza, Jay Black, Rofus, and myself say asante sana. Uh, looking forward to hearing your comments. Hamza, we just, we're, we're done. Stop playing the guitar. We're done. It's over. Asante sana. This podcast is supported by our platinum sponsor, Diani Reef Beach Resort and Spa, located in Diani. Diani Reef Resort and Spa. Nice people taking care of nice people. It's not a hotel. It's a way of life. Beyond the boundaries of taste with multi-cuisine dining outlets, bars, and well-appointed rooms. Promising nothing but the ultimate holiday experience. For bookings and more information, log on to their website on www.dianireef.com Diani Reef Beach Resort and Spa. Going anywhere. Starts here.